Stephen Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the Land House Academy show. <laughs> Entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about assessor value versus market value. Boy, do we have a lot to say. And how different they are. Really quickly, the assessor creates a value and every single one is different. Every assessor in the 3,144 counties in this country has a different theory about how they should assess your property, house or land or anything else that you own so that they can tax you. Tax you. It I'm has nothing, and I mean nothing, to do with the market value of your property. You know what's interesting? I gotta ask this too because and then every assessor is going to be different. So there's a, and is it a voted in position? I think it is. Assessor is elected position. I, yeah. I think, Joe. I think you. I think or it that's might be a, appointed in some places. Oh I mean, that's a great gosh. question. Like I'm so so. Here's what happened. I think it is elected. That's what I think. I want to say I see it on the ballot. Well, I'm gonna trust me. I I've never really paid attention to it, but maybe I should start. <laughs> but you know how these guys the the old guy versus how the new guy is going to look at this is going to be different some new guy is going to come in and probably want to like i'm going to bring this down and bring down everybody's taxes and the next guy might want to come in and say all right i'm going to bring this up because we need more money in our city yeah i don't think they sit around and uh decide themselves and i don't think they change the mechanism but because the mechanism has long been put in place but what you need to know is it's different and in they can introduce, well, yes, yes. they could they walk make, in and introduce a new it. variable that says, hi, I'm new, the, the new assessor. You guys elected me for a reason. And here's how I think we should all be looking at this. This is Dallas County and we're missing the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's all, that's all true. Thank you. So look, we're going to talk about what that all means versus, uh, you know, in the context of you pe- purchasing a house and reselling it and, and valuing a mailer is what we're really talking about. What kind of, I wanna do that. Could you imagine this? I joke about this often, like what kind of, like, a, hey, think of a funny occupation for your next party. Like, what do you do? Well, I'm the, I'm the Orange County Assessor. <laughs> uh, you wanna get some drinks still in your face? <laughs> That's why I'm saying it. <laughs> Could you imagine? Just to see, shoot, just to see some, the look on somebody's face, like, what? <laughs> How about, how about I'll go the treasurer, you go as the assessor. Exactly. <laughs> we work for the county. Oh my gosh. That's how we met, isn't it romantic? Oh my gosh. We, we have no friends. No kidding. We might not leave alive. Leave that party alive. <laughs> that, would, that would be so funny. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the new assessor. Oh man. <laughs> wow. Okay, sorry. I feel bad for those assessors out there. I'm sorry. We have you some probably former know, assessors. We in probably our group. didn't know what you were signing up for. We have some former county assessors in our group for sure, and treasures. Oh my gosh! Okay, on with the show. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted <laughs> by one of our members on the HouseAcademy.com online community. It's free. Ben wrote. And there's a note here that says he's not a member. So, by the way, you don't have to be a member to be in our online community. Clearly, we'll ex- um, and these are some of the questions that non-members right <laughs> quick question when pulling data from agent pro 24 7 well there's which an indication to you because we, we have title pro 24 7 and we use other things for it better for data true because this a lot of the agent pro 24 7 are just pre pre thought up lists you can't tweak them and personalize them like we do 
uh, you are able to populate a field that shows as market value land and total market value. In quotes. In quotes. <clears throat> that pulls a spreadsheet. That pulls to the spreadsheet. Does anyone know where this data is pulled from and how it is determined? If I could base my pricing on those figures, I could create a much more pinpointed mailer. Does anyone use those figures to base their mailer pricing off of? And if so, can you speak to the accuracy of those figures? And then uh, in typical form in the forum, there's lots of other people that pipe in. Uh, for whatever reason on this string, there are a lot of people who piped in uh, to give their opinions who are also not House Academy members or Land Academy members. To which I had to chuckle myself to myself and say, now these people are teaching themselves all this wrong stuff and perpetuating it. I heard this. I heard that. Like what kind of what kind of stuff were they was in there? Oh yeah, well I did a mailer that said market land value and I based it off of this and this is how it's going and you know and it's a it's you know it, Ben I'm not picking on you or anybody else that was in that string, but I have to say just very directly, if you get or going to get educated correctly on this stuff, it's a good idea to become a member. You know, and if what, because you're just you're really uh, and I'm not I'm not screwing around here, perpetuating an, a, a, a fatal error in your uh, house and land investment career, which is pricing real uh, pricing mailers, right. market land value to directly answer your question and total market value as a data set in these assessor data files, which is what where all this stuff comes from, is pure fiction. Mm -hmm. It is fictional. You're asking somebody uh, to bake a cake who's a mechanical engineer and has never been in a kitchen before. These people are, they're not data people. Um, they're tasked with valuing a property through some type of mechanism and then implementing it by sending letters out for tax bills and stuff and assessment. So market land value is something that they came up with. Who knows how the answer is? Who knows how they came up with it? Because they're and all different. Total market value. Yeah. First of all, they're, yeah. they're completely different. One county and the next county have a completely different concept. Uh, and if you actually look at those values that they determine somehow, and you look at it like property that's actually for sale in the MLS or anywhere else, if it's land on land and farm and on and on, you're going to see that how wildly different. Like in Michigan, for some reason, the assessed values and the market land and total land value that they come up with are grossly higher for some reason than the actual value, market value of the property. Um, and it has to do with Michigan's on some type of millage concept, and I don't f fully understand it. I just remember as a kid, because I'm from there, my parents having a, all the millage is going up again, so our property taxes are going again. Okay. They don't use that, by and large, uh, as an assessment tool for real estate in the West Coast. So I don't want to get all too brainy on this. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> There's only with houses. We are lucky as heck to be in the house reselling and uh, blind offer business right now because there has never been more perfect free data available to price a mailer. Who's got great data from which to price a mailer? Realtor.com, Zillow and Trulia, Redfin, Redfin DataTree, there's a bunch out there, uh, mm -hmm. RealtyTrack, uh, Movado. So they all have these algorithms that they have spent millions and millions of dollars to develop. And they're all different, but they're all kind of similar in value. And they're based on 
what is happening in the market right now. That's the point. Not what's assessed or what they think it should be or what it was a year ago. Exactly right, Jill. Thank you. If you take an average, and this they is- They change daily. This is what we teach. So let's, this is the right way now. Are we into the top? Oh, and we should. On. Let's get into this. Today's show. topic, assessor value versus market value. This is why you're listening. Thank you. I have a lot to say too. So you want to go first? Very quickly. Okay. This is the right way to do it. And then we'll listen to Joe. <laughs> like, it sounds like yours is the right way. And then we'll hear Jill's, well, Jill's answer. <laughs> no, no, Thanks no, no. a lot. I do want to hear what you have to say too. Because actually, I'm in the group, okay. you know, between the two of us, I'm the per data person. So, True. and I have this all figured out. Like it's so proven and tested that it's a little, I have to chuckle with this whole topic. If you take an asset, of a, uh, an SFR asset, a house, and you look it up on Zillow, and you look it up on Trulia, and all the sites that I just mentioned, and you line them up in a spreadsheet, and you divide by the number of them to get their average, you're gonna get a darn good, accurate value for that asset very quickly and for free. So if it's 123 Main Street in uh, Carefree, Arizona, it's a house that's three bedroom, two bath, built and whatever, and you take all those averages, and it's $180,000, or it's gonna be some weird, odd number because of the way the averages work in the algorithms, that's the, the, the retail value of that property at the time that you took all the data. Nowhere did I talk about the assessed value or total market value or anything to do with what the county thinks that property's worth. All the county does is apply some value to the property and then they do a calculation that we don't know about to send you a tax bill. Mm -hmm. That's what market land value, according to the assessor, and total market value are according to the assessor. And by the way, they break it up into three things. And I don't, this is now too brainy, but every piece of real estate gets three assessed value numbers. The prop, the, for the improvement value, the actual structure, the land value, the dirt under, uh, below it. And they add those two, that's the total land value. It has nothing to do, nothing to do with what value. we do for a living, any of us or any of you who are on this call. So, you know, this is the moment in the podcast where if you're driving, please like really pay attention to this forget assessed value. Don't even look at it, mm -hmm. just forget it. I was gonna, I, I love I love it and I totally agree with you, obviously, we're on the same page. We know this is to be true. I was gonna say a couple, there's a couple points I wanna make to this and just to kind of hit it home and, and chillify it, if I, if I may. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Because we lost half of our listeners. Totally. So think about this. It's often, one of the things, a couple of things to, to point out is often they are a year or years behind. So every time there's like a boom, uh, a new company's moving to town, or a new company's shutting down, this is happening right now too. Think about even, uh, I mean, not to take it to health things, but maybe with, you know, uh, American Airlines and these airlines are taking big hits right now because of passengers and the illness hits, yeah. and stock hits and stuff. Like, do you think the assessor's gonna be like, and, and you know what's, what's gonna happen is, now people are gonna be moving, maybe selling their homes and things like that. It's gonna hit the, it's gonna affect real estate too. And maybe in right now today, but in the next few months it could, right? Well, sometimes these changes, it could be, you know, a year behind before the assessor catches up with all this. They don't run out and go, oh, Lexus is leaving town, they just announced this, let's run out and reassess everybody that had a house near this. No, they don't do that right away. So that's a couple things I wanna just make everybody aware, like, oh yeah, this is why these numbers are so off. They are years, often 
one or more years behind, number right. one. Even in an urban area. Oh, up or down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, up or down. It doesn't matter what it is. It's not immediate. Number two, like you pointed out, it really is used for taxes. That's the whole point. Sometimes in these areas, here's what I have noticed. I've noticed areas where um, everybody's paying, you know, some reasonable, when I say reasonable, uh, amount of taxes, it's cheap. Some areas it's like crazy expensive, but some areas are very rural and they're paying, you know, they may have, a, they may have you know, five acres and they're paying $30 a year kind of thing. Come on, does that really make sense? No, it, it really doesn't. But for whatever reason, everybody's happy. Nobody raises a stink about the $30 or the $80 or whatever it is a year, $150. So they keep the assess because the calculations however their calculations are, like you said, add up to that amount, they just keep it that way. And so it shows this value, which is really not a real number, it's really tied to the taxes. Um, and then the third thing I wanna say, I just wanna give an example, because this is the real, what really happens. I'll have a seller calling me back on a house that we've made an offer on. And it's we often giggle and chuckle at what the assessed value is, because it's so often, often it's lower than what, um, that's what I find. It's often lower than what it's the real market value. And I could dig my heels in. Sometimes it's higher, but usually often slower. But I could dig my heels in and say, oh, you know what, it's only assessed $130,000. I'm not giving you a penny more when everything on the block is selling for 180. And if you haven't really looked at it, please do. Which by the way is the value of the property. Exactly, the value is 180, not 130. <laughs> it's the funniest thing, and we laugh about it. Well, how does that happen? Well, you know what? If Mr. Jones or Mr. Smith or somebody builds an addition, do you think they're going to run down to the assessor and say, "Excuse me, I owe you more money now"? They're like, "No, they're happy." Like you talked about, did you did you share about your mom used to go do that? No. Okay. But, I, ha- I have in the distant past okay. on the show, but not today. You can right? you can contest. Everybody yeah. has can. Uh, procedure for citizens or property owners in a county to go contest their taxes right. or whatever mis- municipality and the chances are they're gonna uh, uh, rule in your favor mm-hmm. if you if you approach it like a human being and not like a crazy person exactly you know most judges and this has been my personal experience actually with my family most judges are like thanks for coming in and taking advantage of this the statutes that have been written here since the, this whole environment was incorporated. Mm-hmm. Heck yes, I'm gonna help you reduce your taxes. Yep. You're the one of three people that have come in in a, in a population of 45,000 in this area that mm-hmm. would love to reduce your taxes with you. If you've ever owned a home, you know you've got that postcard every year and it That's tells it. you what it is. That's it's it. not a too bad, so sorry postcard. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Jill, you're a crack up today. Seriously. It's it's. If you look and read that postcard, it's your chance to go, look, if you don't like this, you don't agree with this, this is the steps you need to take. And I and I encourage you to do that if you don't agree with the postcard. Because like, like Stephen just said, you come at this approach and go, look, I know this is going on and this is going on, this is going on. However, have you seen my house? You know, right. whatever you want to do, walk in. And by the way, I would totally do this. I would walk in and play to paint a bleak picture of your the, your neighborhood and the street and say I'm about to put bars on the second floor even though we know it's not true I would totally do that and then if you present that case in a nice way you'll get what you want I, I make the mistake in this my in my life I make this mistake and I will till the day I die I assume that everybody knows about real estate right so what we're really talking about is a homeowner 
who's a teacher or something, or they have a, you know, not, I don't, whatever. They're an accountant. They, they have no real understanding or do they care right. about how taxes work or they're assessed or the, the definitions we're talking about. We're making a big deal about it on the show today because we're all in the real estate business. Right. So to, to make it worse, and I, my point is, I understand that people are confused. In Arizona specifically, there's a thing, there's a phrase, there's and with a number that follows it called full cash value. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, here's your postcard that Jill just mentioned. The, the new full cash value of your house is $182,000. And the vast majority of people get that and they say, oh, my house is worth $182,000. Congratulations, it went, it went up. What it's really saying is your taxes are going up. And this is how we're, this is the assessed value for lack of a better description. And we just put a cute phrase in front of it. Congratulations. No, it's all bad. Right. And I'll tell you, in reality, it's probably worth a lot more than that. Right. So it's you have to, which you know, it comes back to Ben's question, full circle here. You know, how do I use this data set that I have for all these properties? Because I don't want to buy data. I want to spend as little as possible, and I want to do this like halfway. I don't want to do it all the way. I want to do it kind of halfway, get everything free, and and not you know pay anything, <laughs> and send a mailer out. So and that I think it lead that leads to failure, which ultimately leads to I'm not very good at this, which it's is all incorrect, money. by the way. I just think it's a waste it, of money. It's a waste of data money it, and a waste of mail money. Do it, do it right. Yeah, it costs some money. It takes some time. Yeah. Do it right, because then you'll get the offers back. You get good deals. Every week, Jill and I have. On Thursday, we have a House Academy call. It's a live Zoom webinar event, and we listen to the stories and share our stories of people who are buying and selling houses that are in our group. It's a closed call, and we hear amazing stories. And every week, the group gets bigger, and every week, we hear more amazing stories using the pricing methodology uh, for these offers. So it, it, uh, the reason I, I'm not picking on Ben at all. The reason that I chose this question and this topic today is because I really want to set the record straight about how to price right. uh, a blind offer SFR campaign where you know you're gonna buy some houses at the price that you want and then, and then pop the cork and celebrate. Instead of getting this terminology mixed up and then regurgitating it and then other people are reading it and saying, well, that's all I have to do? And so there's no shortage of people that are, are uh, out there leading other people down a bad path. <laughs> Not a bad path, just an incorrect path. You know, That's hilarious. I hate to use this word, but it's it's not because it's so negative. But it's the word ignorant. It's not. Yeah. It's just un, ignorant means uninformed. It doesn't mean stupid. So or, no, nobody's stupid mean. here. It's just uneducated, yeah. which you can change tomorrow. You can change your. I can change my ignorance about how to change spark plugs tomorrow. I just choose not to do that. It's not high on my list. <laughs> I do not change those, by the way. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm. What, what are we, we ignorant about? I'm just gonna say that. I'm like, well, right now, changing the shower head. <laughs> I'll, I'll do that for you. Thank you. Why are you doing that anyway? I wasn't, but okay, I, okay. I like. I looked at the box and it says no tools required. Do it in yeah. minutes. I'm like, you know, I could do this, or I could leave it on the counter and probably Stephen will come along and do it for me. The sticky note and a heart on it that says, "Please change your please change the shower head," so, which yeah. means change it freaking now. No, so, <laughs> it does not. <laughs> you know what? This is a great example. I love it. I'm trying to change Changing a shower head that, that the package says there's no tools. Of course there's tools in, involved. You got to get the old one off. You're not going to do that with your hands or unless it's installed incorrectly. 
I or look at a one. cake mix. You don't. This is everything. If you read a cake mix or a brownie mix, the box, it's like, you don't, all you need is an egg. No, oh. no, you need some the common sense. Uh, you know, you need some stuff. Do you know what I'm also ignorant about? Because you know what it is. I think. Oh, wait a minute. I'm having a moment. It's the same thing with real estate. You need some stuff to get this done. Wait, 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 wait. I've got something here. Sometimes we're ignorant about things because we're not passionate about it. You, I'm here to call a spade a spade. If you could see this setup with me right now and what's going on around me, you would say, Stephen is not ignorant on how to do lighting or a podcast or all this audio video equipment. It's off the charts. It looks like CNN in here i gotta tell you and he's not men- not mentally healthy because no it. it's a little weird i ch- i'm not i'm i i could if i really wanted to i could sit and really it would take me some time i wouldn't do it as quickly as you or as well as you but i could figure out how to do some stuff here i don't want to but i'm not passionate about it so i was kind of taking it a little bit deeper and just wondering is ben not really passionate about that because you really are passionate you're going to get to the bottom of this you're not going to skip along the top I agree, man. Thank There's you. a right way to do this, and you you are going to uh, become. You will take it as a, le- a house investor to the place where you want to go. If you want to own a jet ten years from now, all you got to do is learn how to price the right way, and it doesn't involve the assessed value. Right. I'm here to tell you. Right. So decide decide if this is really for you and what you really want to do. Yep. Thank you. Happy you could join us today. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we are right here on the House Academy Show. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, we are over on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show is called Using Software to Price Your Mailer. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. We're like chatty today. Yeah. We have a lot to say. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about, and it kind of uh, bleeds over from from the, the, the underlying concept of today. There's these tools that people develop to try to make this easier and faster. You know, and in the end, is it easier and faster or do you just cause problems for yourself? <laughs> I love it. Guess which one I think. I love it. The House Academy show remains commercial free for you, our loyal listeners. So wherever you are watching or wherever you are listening, please subscribe and rate us there. It does make a difference. <laughs> we, we are, are Stephen Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration. To buy undervalued property. I love all the comments, though, by the way. We get good ones on YouTube. I read them. 